Annie's Encounter with God Time here on The Breakfast Show. We have Rose from Caloundra, who won the prize. Was that the first one or the second one? That was the first one. So we're still on the second, second one. one. Yep, yep. And, of course, the prize today is... An amazing book called The Healing Power of Forgiveness by Sharon Plack MacDonald. And it just talks... It, it features a whole bunch of people's real-life stories as they have kind of gone on this journey to reach true forgiveness. Yeah, I think that's great. And, of course, there's a... So that's available if you can win the prize. Yes. If you don't win the prize and you would still like to do some study on the subject of forgiveness, if circumstances like the New Zealand shooter get you riled up inside to the point where you feel like you could never forgive that person or somebody like that in your life, but you know that you would be much better off if you were able to do so and you're unable to do so. We have a free course that is available. Uh, it's called Forgive to Live. Mm. It is absolutely life-transforming. Uh, you can give us a call, 1-800-324-843. You can text us on 0491-064-669. And you can do that course, Forgive to Live, entirely for free. Anyone can do that. Amazing. Anyone who wants to call through right now can do that course for free. We'll just simply set you up with the Discovery Center and you can do that course right there. You will have people that you can ask questions to. They can give you guidance uh, through that course. If you need guidance, you can do it at your own pace. You can do it at your, you know, through a number of different formats online, on paper and so forth. There are a number of different opportunities where you can do the Forgive to Live course uh, and I highly recommend it. Mm. It's kind of one of those things that I think is relevant to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Because everybody gets wronged at some particular point and it can be really, really challenging to forgive, mm-hmm. particularly when, when the person hasn't said sorry and isn't sorry. Mm-hmm. How do you forgive somebody who has offended you, um, done something terrible against you for whatever reason, when they're not sorry. Yeah, when they don't care. Yeah, yeah and they're mm. kind of pleased that they did. Mm. The reality is that your life... Well, here's the, here's, here's the thing. And I want you to think about this. If you refuse, or if you are unable, I should say, if you are unable to forgive somebody, then, you've made a, then, then you are allowing them to live rent-free in your brain. Mm, interesting. So I want you to think about that for a moment. You take somebody like the Christchurch shooter. You want him living in your brain for free? <laughs> or do you want him out and gone? Mm. You know, that's a question that you need to ask yourself. And the only way that you're going to be able to get him out and gone is through forgiveness. Mm. Now, I can't even begin to imagine what people who were affected by that particular, you know, horrific um, crime. I, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, the emotions and the things that they have to deal with. And so it would be very, very far from me to ever be condemning towards anyone. Uh, and that's not my job anyway. Mm. Uh, it's not our job to judge people in that way. But at the same time, I do know that, being able to forgive is one of the most powerful things that you can have in your life because it gives you control. 
you are the one who makes the decision. You don't have somebody else making that decision for you. Mm. And that's where you want to be with your life. Yeah. You want to be able to make that decision. That's challenging. That's tough. So, yeah, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. Anyone who calls in can do Forgive to Live course for free. And, of course, if you know the answer to who it was who buried Jesus along with Joseph of Arimathea, uh, if you know that answer, then you can get this prize um, on forgiveness for free as well. So you can kind of get two today. Mm. All right, Minnie, let's go to our Bible study, Romans chapter 15 and verse 7. Romans 15 and verse 7. We're going to look at the foundation of acceptance. While we're turning there, um, and we've got phones going off left, right, and centre here at the moment. Um, <laughs> we have our producer hopping all over the place. Uh, we've had a couple of text messages come through. Um, this is an interesting one, talking about how society has changed, and we're all familiar with the power of media, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody questions that media has changed our society. But the question here is... You know, in the last 50, even 100 years, what impact has all of the chemicals that are put into our food, that are putting into the process of making food, that never existed in the past? You know, because we live in an extremely highly chemicalized environment. Everything we eat is just saturated in a chemical for longevity or a chemical for making it grow faster or a chemi- you know whatever whatever it might be growth hormones and goodness knows whatever else mm. what impact are those having on the human race you know is there a reason is our human race is the human race more messed up now than what it was before there's somebody somebody's sort of discussing that that's a great question actually that's a really good mm. question i think it's a very valid question mm you know, we put all kinds of stuff in our water so that we're not drinking bugs and, you know, getting all of these diseases that people live with in developing countries. And I'm kind of glad to not have those diseases. I was in a developing country one time and caught one of those diseases. And basically what I happened was I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get over this. And when I didn't and I went to the doctor, they're like, no, you won't. Oh. These are the drugs that will, that will kill that bug. Mm-hmm. But people in this country live with that. Yes. That's what they live with. And I felt flat the whole time I had it. Um. But, you know, we do what, – what, what other effects are those chemicals having? Uh, I grew up on tank water. It's the best. <laughs> oh, Filtered yeah. by the clouds. Um, okay, you know, over the last 60 years or so, we've seen enough movies showing how the media has been used in short to cause the problem and uh, legalise the problem that we – you know, and change society as we see it in our world today. Mm-hmm. And to normalise – what people really want, you know, when people really want to break the law of God, they don't want to feel like they're sinners. Yes. And so, if you can normalize that, it takes away the guilt. Oh, so we, yeah, okay. So, we're talking about with legalizing stuff. Mm, yep, yep. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. If you can normalize it, it takes away any sense of guilt and people feel better about themselves. And so, you know, we've, we've seen how the media has been. Anyway, interesting discussion. If you've got some thoughts, um, our phones are running mm-hmm. hot at the moment. Um, keep Liam on his toes. We currently have two, two lines that are open, the text line and the phone line. Mm. 
Um, so those are 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. I was just going to say something about that point about normalizing something. This is where I feel like there's a tension between it though, right? On one hand, there's the normalize it, don't feel guilty, it's not a problem when it is. Yes. On the other side of, like, uh, on the other side of that is have the guilt but so much shame, so much guilt that actually it's crippling. Because yeah, this is a really do you know interesting what I'm saying? point. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And so then, because this goes back to the subject of what we were talking about with the uh, the nun who runs that organisation yes. for protect for providing housing and protection for mm-hmm. um, transgender people mm-hmm. because they are the lepers of society. Yeah, yeah, and we don't want that. Yes, exactly. So there's kind of a brokenness on both sides. So th- what we've got is the devil just swings us from one side to the other. Yeah. Absolutely. And how effective is it? We just look at society, we see that it's effective. <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to go back to a, 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 a point in society where people are shamed and ostracized and driven from society and end up committing suicide because, you know, there's just sort of there's no place for them anymore. We want to see people loved and embraced and accepted as people. Yes. While not condoning... Sin. Yes. Where sin may or, you know, exist. Is forgiveness or the lack of forgiveness eating away at you? A relationship breakdown maybe, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. You know, it can be dealt with. If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Ah, Liam's on the ball this morning, (laughs) sneaking that one in there. Well done. Okay, so, and I I think, Minnie, what you are raising there really goes back to what we were talking about earlier when we talk about uh, conversion therapies mm. that were just a form of abuse. Yeah, absolutely. Now, they were probably practised with people with good intentions, but we don't want to go back to that form of abuse. Um, we also, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenging and a tricky subject to deal with, but the long and the short of it is the devil just drives us to, from one extreme to the other. He will never let us, if he possibly can, he doesn't care which which extreme we are on so long as we are on, a, on an extreme. He doesn't, mm. If we are pr- treating people like lepers, then he's happy with that. If we say there's no sin, he's happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. And I think we see this even in our personal lives, right? If I have this big thing, it's too much to, uh, it's not that big a deal. Mm. Now this kind of comes into what we're uh, going to be studying today. Mm. Because we're talking about the foundation of acceptance and we need to remember there is a difference between acceptance and endorsement. Yes. Our world today doesn't see that difference. Hmm. And so when there is something that we don't endorse, they assume we don't accept. Yes, yes, right. I say, yeah, see what you're saying. That is a major difference, but we need to we need to be accepting of all people. Ah, oh, yes, as uh, somebody just texted through to say, only the second coming can resolve this problem. Yes, absolutely. oh, so true. It is. You know, it just does my head in sitting here and talking about it and discussing it. It's just like, wow, where will this go? A long time ago, we went to Romans fifteen verse seven. We haven't read this verse yet, but I'm here. 
You are. You are. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. So it says, therefore, accept each other just as Christ has, accept- Christ has accepted you so that God will be given glory. Okay. So what's the foundation? Where does acceptance start? With God accepting us. Exactly. And we all need to remember this because when we refuse to be accepting towards other people, then we need to stop and ask ourselves the question, okay, but God accepted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And we like to look down on other people so that it makes us feel better about ourselves. But let's go to Romans. Uh, let's go to Romans a little bit. Uh, let's go back in Romans here. Let's go to Romans 5. And I want to highlight something here. Romans chapter 5. I think we're going to start in about verse 6. Uh, let me just get there real quick. Where did Romans mm, go? Why is Romans <laughs> just disappeared? <laughs> disappeared out of my Bible. Let me see. Yes, let's start in verse 6. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Okay. And in my translation, it says, For when we were yet without strength hmm. in due time, Christ died for us. It's a little bit of a gentle reminder there that, okay, you might be looking at other people and saying, well, I'm better than them. I'm not that bad. It makes me feel a bit better when I'm not as bad as somebody else. <laughs> and Jesus is like, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. You have no strength. Yeah, yeah. And I died for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, it's interesting here, our every second verse, Paul kind of raises the bar a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> verse 8. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Okay, so God starts by saying, yeah, you don't have a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> we are a bit weak as human beings. Okay. And then God comes back and says, like, well, yeah, actually, it's not just that you're weak. You're also a sinner. Mm-hmm. You know. As it says here, but God commends his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, mm-hmm. he died for us. So that's a that's another level again. It wasn't just de- Jesus dying for somebody who was weak. It was Jesus dying for somebody who was a sinner. And he's like, okay, you're a sinner. You know, mm-hmm. you might be th- thinking, all right, I'm not I'm not this person, I'm not that person over there, but you are actually a sinner. Then verse 10 is like a step more. (laughs) Okay. You know where I'm going, don't you? You know exactly where I'm going. (laughs) So, for since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. Now we're enemies. Oh, (laughs) oh, oh, ouch. Yeah. Enemies. So, here you've got, he starts like, yeah, you guys, you're weak, Mm -hmm. and I died for you. And then he goes, um, you are sinners, and I died for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? You are enemies of me. Let's let's just be real. Mm. Let's 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 get to where we're going here. Because we are sinners, Oof. yeah, that means that we are the enemies of God, mm. and He died for us while we were His enemies. And what an outrageous concept! Yes, yeah, so I put that into the concept of. Uh, Something like the Christchurch mm-hmm. shooting. Ooh. Yeah. You know, you start to Give it a real-life application, you're oh. like, ooh. Mm. Uh, because there's no question this man is society's enemy. Yes. He's your enemy, he's my enemy, 
he is our enemy. Do we give our life for him? <laughs> is that what we naturally do? No, not at all. Um, we've got okay. So we've got uh, somebody jumping on the phone right here with a question. Uh, I think this might be uh, Bruce calling in right now. Uh, let me just. Uh, whoops. <laughs> let me just get this working. Just got some we have the dodgiest, the dodgiest <laughs> phone jacker. You got to hold your mouth right to make it work. Okay, <laughs> let's go there, Bruce. You got something? Yeah. To share. Yes. Go. Yeah, well, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll, I'll draw all men to me. And I really believe that's the solution, what we need to do. We need to lift up Christ, you know. And, and if you look at the crucifixion, even the devil and the Jews and the Romans lifted up Christ on the cross. They couldn't even help do that, you know. And so we just need to lift up Christ. We we accept people as he accepts us for who we are. Well, then we accept people, but really in us it's Christ accepting them and we lift them up because we're saying Christ is being lifted up. So we lift them up to Christ. Christ is the solution, not us. Yeah, not absolutely. Bruce. So, so that's the solution. He's, he's a, we've got to lift him up and he lifts us up. Yes, mm. yes. Bruce, thank you so much for sharing this morning. I think that was an excellent point that uh, Bruce was just uh, sharing Absolutely. with us right there, Minnie, is that that's how we lift other people up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by exalting Christ. I was thinking about this the other day, actually. just And pointing them to Christ. Yeah. And I was thinking about um, when people are hard to love. So whether that's yourself, you know, sometimes like I've interacted with people and, and they have felt really difficult to love like they're like no you know i'm just this i'm just that um or for other people when you're like oh why are you so like this and then i just remember having this thought i was driving home from the radio the other day and i was like yeah but hold on in the place where we were when we should have been the hardest for god to love he, he's the one who loves us most mm. Mm. and just for me it's like something i know but it's just a, a nice reminder of like yeah and like this verse exactly it's like there's a song uh, in there's a lyric in a christian song that says when i was your foe still your love fought for me yes and it's just yeah so there's a there's a text message that's come through that goes right along with what bruce was saying mm. and I just want to encourage everybody this is good this morning we've got lots of interaction happening so please do interact um 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 uh and as bruce was saying we help other people when we point them to Christ. Yes. And as they come to Christ, Christ lifts them up. Mm-hmm. This person has is, is, uh, texted in to say pretty much the same thing. God accepts us as we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to make ourselves better to come to Christ. He accepts us as we are, but he doesn't leave us there. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not you and I that is lifting the other person up. I'm just sort of giving some commentary on this text message as uh-huh. we go. It's not you and I, many, that lift other people up. It's Jesus. Yes, absolutely. And so our job is to point people to Jesus and say, okay, this guy mm. can lift you up. This guy can exalt you. Um, okay, let me just finish this. But he doesn't leave us there. He brings us up to his level. So it's Jesus reaching down to lift, to lift us, us up. up. We can't get up there by ourselves. It's like the uh, the parable of the two monkeys who fell in the quicksand. Mm. And the one monkey was like, those of you know uh, Dr. Know Paul story. White jungle, <laughs> jungle stories, you know, the monkey, one monkey was like, this is not a problem. I can pull myself yeah, out of I'll the boat. I mm. just pull on my whiskers hard enough and I'll pull myself out. Mm. A little while later, there was just two fists full of whiskers poking out of the quicksand. Mm. The other monkey was like, I need help. And so his friend Twigger the Giraffe leaned over 
and he grabbed the giraffe around the neck and the giraffe pulled him out. And it illustrates we need outside power, outside help to lift us up. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving, a program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness, a relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Welcome back, everybody. We were listening to uh, the Downing family with There's Still Power in the Blood. Uh, before we heard about Forgive to Live, and we just, uh, that Forgive to Live course, if you would like to do that for free, and we've had a, uh, a giveaway as part of our prize this morning mm. on forgiveness. We've had a major theme on forgiveness this morning as we've been thinking about the Christchurch shooter, uh, who I refuse to name. Um, and, you know, just the emotions that that brings up, and how do we actually deal with that? And maybe this has brought up emotions for you that you're struggling to deal with. Maybe you're struggling to, you know, deal with forgiveness for the Christchurch shooter. I know I certainly am. Mm. There's no question about that. Then this course, Forgive to Live, it's entirely free. Just give us a call right now, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. We've also had a bunch of people uh, weighing in on the Bible study. And the passage we've been looking at, which has been great. So if you'd like to have your say, then uh, give us a call once again. We would love to hear from you. I was just going to say something about Christ Object Lessons by Ellen White. And it just goes into the depth of some of Jesus' teachings. It's a beautiful book. And Object Lessons really help us to understand Mm. subjects that can be a bit theoretical. For instance, you know, the whole theme of forgiveness that we've been talking about it's very theoretical until you are confronted with a story such as the Christchurch shooter and mm-hmm. suddenly it becomes real. And that's what Christ Object Lessons is all about. It's all of the real stories, Jesus, you know, true-to-life stories that Jesus told with lessons. Yes. Because the reason that Jesus told all of these stories was because they made the information real to the listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, Christ Object Lessons, real, true-to-life stories that Jesus told and the lessons that he drew from them. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32. Ephesians 4 and verse 32 here on The Breakfast Show. Minnie is looking for it. I've got it. I'm, I'm using a different Bible than I normally do, and I'm like, where is it? I know exactly where it is, <laughs> and it's bigger and thicker. Okay, so Ephesians 4 verse 32 just says, Instead... Be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Do you think we're tempted not to be like that sometimes? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, this I is exactly so. what we're talking about, right? When you're confronted with a real-life situation where you're like, the last thing I want to do is that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> be kind. Yeah. Be tender-hearted. Mm-hmm. Um, Forgive as Christ forgave you. Ooh. I was thinking about you know, the story that you shared uh, with me I think it was, you know, you were living in New Zealand. Yes. I was like, what story? Yeah, I can go. You were living in New Zealand when the Christchurch attack took place. Oh, mm, mm. And some of your friends were sitting around kind of brainstorming what they would like to do to this person, to see happen to the Mm -hmm. perpetrator. And one of the suggestions was that he's forced to live for two weeks with the family of everybody who was impacted and they can do whatever they want for those two weeks. Mm -hmm. Short of killing him. Mm. And you can sort of see and you get that 
you listen to that story and you can just feel the rage mm. coming through. Mm-hmm. And then I read these statements and there have been three of them now where there's been impact statements where the person has come forward and said, I forgive you. And particularly the one from, I think it was John Milne, who said, I forgive you. I believe that my son who was murdered forgives you. And we want to see you in heaven. Mm. And we want to see you find the right path and your life to be changed. And I think to myself, okay, let's say that, you know, bizarre circumstances and, you know, this was done. Two weeks with every family, do what you want. Mm -hmm. What happens to somebody like that if you invite them into your home and then you forgive them and you feed them and treat them like your own son? I've actually heard a story about this. This story happened. Really? Oh, you go. You tell me. This story actually happened. It happened in Rwanda after the (gasps) Rwandan genocide. This is actually a true story. Uh, there was a man, a young man, who killed an entire family, every single person in the family, with a machete, mm. except for the mother. The mother escaped and survived. And after the whole genocide thing was over and um, everything had taken place and you know served his time and all that kind of thing, she took him into her home as her son. Oh, Now, that's a powerful level of forgiveness right there. Yeah. And what that is, is it is life-changing for both people. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, we talk about rehabilitation. You're not going to rehabilitate somebody by beating them up. Mm -hmm. But this was life-changing for this young man. Yeah. Because, I mean, how hard would it be? You know, he was in difficult circumstances and, and nobody... Wanted to have it. Everybody was just hoping he would starve to death on the street somewhere mm. because they all knew what he'd done. And the mother of the family that he had murdered took him in as her own son and led him to Jesus Christ. I kind of feel like that's a situation where you go, you could only do that by knowing Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think a human has the capacity to do that. It's Alone, just, you know. It's just it's it's a story that is beyond me. Uh huh. Yeah. There is no way in a million years no. I could do that <laughs> of myself. So then, now this is a question that's a little bit off tangent, but how easy is it is it for us to read this and go, but we haven't done to God something that bad, right? Because we can look at this circumstance and go, that's horrendous. This person, what a bad person, and this is saying. But this is as Christ has forgiven you. But we're like, yeah, but, but I haven't been that bad. Do you know what I mean? So then, how do we? Yeah, but with we that? but we did hang Christ on the cross. No, I concur. I concur. Yeah. But if I was someone who had no belief in this and I came up against this story, I think I would struggle because I'd be like, but I, but but I'm a good person, right? There's an argument for many people who don't believe anything. They're like, yeah, you know, as long as I'm mostly a good person, like, why would I need a savior? Yeah, and this is this is one of those million dollar questions that um, until you actually sit down and realize mm, what Jesus did and why Jesus did it and the importance of it, that it uh, it just you know it reveals the power of God's love. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done, but there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. 
So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.